0: Okay, so we're back again to talk about some more stuff with Gina uh, Paul, my grand and granddad, And uh, Nan, actually, the first thing I want to talk about is some notes from last time. You said you wanted to do biology and science in school and you're going to work at Porter's Down? Uh,
1: yeah, a laboratory. Yeah. That was the famous one. It's still going.
0: Yeah, that's the, go- the government <coughs> research facility, correct? Yeah, <coughs> Yeah. it's actually still get um, protesters outside now.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. yes, 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 and that was years ago. I was about 16. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that, that, was, that was what you meant, but that's cool. Mm. cool. And also, um, clearly, where did you grow up? Because the names were a bit slurred last time, I think. So um, what? where were the names of the places you grew up in?
1: What, where I grew up uh, after Mockham. I mentioned Mockham when I was a baby. So I? Mockham. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was about two when we got there. So then we went up to the farm at Shaftesbury uh, the actual little hamlet was called CAN 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 C-A-N-N
0: yep
1: and I said, so we lived in a cottage down the road we didn't live in the farmhouse because the grandparents were still and dad was so dad was farming it with them but they lived and then when I was about I think I was about 10 or 11 we actually moved Changed over. They went down mm-hmm. to the cottage, and we, yeah. we lived in the farmhouse.
0: So it's Shaftesbury and Can. Yeah, in, in Shaftesbury, mm-hmm. and though those are both in what Dorset. county? Dorset. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, Portsdowns in Salisbury, isn't it? Salisbury that's in
1: Wiltshire. Yeah, yeah. In yeah is yeah. Then at Shaftesbury, you're right on the border of Somerset, Wiltshire.
0: I like on the trifecta sort of mm. thing, okay that's cool. So actually that leads into to the next part I want to talk about is pretty much early living at home and school and that sort of thing. So yeah, well, you grew up on a farm, so like for a young girl what what was that like really?
1: Well basically, um, in those days both my mother and father had to milk the cows and, uh, in the mornings and in the afternoons. So I was as a, quite a young child I was taken up there to sit at the back of it behind mm-hmm. the cows mm-hmm. in, in the cows, cows sheds, it was not exactly a parlour in those days, and um, amuse myself. I used to have a, there used to be a calf usually around and that would be in a little pen. If I couldn't get, to, if I got too close I tried to milk it <laughs> but that wasn't a good idea. We sat on little stools, um, but there was nothing else, so you, you had to wait there until your Mother had finished milking and then we went home for breakfast. That was an early, earliest memory, really, during that. And the rest of the time, um, I went to school, obviously when I was five, but to start off with, because we were um, I was three miles from the actual school. There was, was a taxi service, the farthest, the farthest range to go to that the, the school would be in Ashmore, um, up on the top of the hill, above the seaside. And mm-hmm. uh, the taxi would go up there and, and pick up a church children and then on the way back it would pick me up as well. But that only went on until you were seven. So after seven, you had to make your own way. So I got a bicycle and I used to cycle the three miles.
0: Three miles. Mm. Mm.
1: But at the top of the road, our road joined the main Salisbury Road. So at the top of the road was an old toll house, and there was a, sort of a, they had really been a gypsy type family, but um, they did all sorts of things. But they allowed me to stop off there and put my bike. In there, <coughs> area sheds, whatever it was, um, and then just walk across the main road, not cycle across it, and then I only had to just go a little way up, and there was a little, little old school, mm, nice. which is still there. It's lived in now, but they didn't actually change it. It's act- exactly the same windows and building as it was when we had it as a school, just two rooms, two classes, yeah. two teachers, and that was it.
0: So uh, what, what was the farmhouse like as well, that you, that you lived in?
1: Yeah. Well, our farmhouse was, it, obviously it, part of it had been old, but it had been modernised and it had been, um, the stonework had been um, cement rendered mm. to look more modern. So you didn't actually see the stonework in the front part and then the back had been built onto. That was, that was more modern. Um, you had reasonable sized rooms. We had a bathroom upstairs which had a bath and a, a wash basin but no toilet. You still had to go downstairs to the, the little um, outhouse out by the back door. Copper house, they called it or something. Copper house. Copper, I don't know why. But I think there was a, had been an old copper in there, but I think we'd probably taken the old copper out to put the toilet in when that had transferred from the other outhouse in the garden, yeah. farther away.
0: So a copper would just be like a bucket sort of thing?
1: Well, maybe. no, we, they were proper coppers. Okay. We had one at Mock, at the first cottage. You know, we lit the fire underneath, and that was the way they bore the oh, water yes, course, when it yes. came to um, wash day and things like that.
0: I remember now, yeah, exactly, mm. yeah. yeah. So, Grandad, you had sort of a different upbringing, seeing came from a town, so do you want to talk yeah about yours?
2: yeah very much so <coughs> um, my parents in nineteen thirty six um, purchased a house that was built that year a brand new property um and as a young child um because i was born in nineteen thirty four Um, we moved there. None of that do I remember, of course. Um, there were two young children also in this cul-de-sac, um, which I didn't really play with very much. and then, when i got to five years, i went to the <coughs> nearest little uh well, what i suppose that little it's you say little um it was quite a i suppose quite a large first first uh school um where um we um were given um, I don't know what they were but we had to l- rest on them um, we also had a, a bottle this, this is all I remember of it <laughs> a, a, a small oh. bottle of milk which is a third of a pint I now know um, out there when we were there um, I presume my mum or somebody took me to the school and back again, because it was across the main Olsrington Road and it was in Union Street, which was a, a very large, um, relatively in those days, modern modern development mm-hmm. of, of, of a mass of houses, shops and, and a school and playing field, etc. <clears throat> And I I, um, I stayed there till well, what year then? It would be 10, I suppose.
1: 10 or 11?
2: Yes, 10 it was. No, it wasn't 10.
1: Well, when you took the you had to take the
2: 11 plus. Yeah, I must have taken the 11 plus from there, mustn't I? Well, yes, 11. that's right. I then, yeah, took the 11th pass and um, failed. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, can I backtrack on that a bit? Of at course. some stage, because my father had been to Hill School in Exeter, yeah. I had ended up at in, in Hill School, that's right, and when I was at Heel school, I took the eleven plus and my very good friend richard um, wasn't at Heel school then he was i don't know where he was um, he took his eleven plus he passed and i failed. Mm-hmm. He then went to uh, to 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 um, Heel school and I had to leave and I then went to um which we we passed the building but bought of dusford hill. In Exeter, there was this John Stocker School, which was um, um, two sets. There was up to sixteen, and then there was another section with sixteen to eighteen. What you call in those days um, secondary Secondary modern. modern. It was a very good. It was a a, it was a very good school, Um, but I wasn't learning anything. No dear. Um, and um, there was the teacher there was a Miss Orchard and I can almost remember the whole of the school <coughs> call. Barrett, Buckwood, Byrne, Power Cat Catherine Court, Cross, Davis, Drake, Farmer Foster, Gillett, Hancock, Henry and oh, Kim, even Long Marshmores, Miles, Milford, did, <laughs> Wheatley and because I was late coming in Hall. Oh,
0: Oh, that's 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 the um, the class you're in, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, now there was a bit of panic, I think, then in the family, and um, they all made a decision that I wasn't going anywhere if I stayed there. Um, and
0: that's the next part of the story. So then. Would you want to describe your parents a bit as well, Nan? So, <coughs> so yeah, so all that, all that, what you, your, your memories of them, like, <coughs> and, and that sort of thing. Well,
1: <coughs> yes. I mean, I was being an only one, I mean, they were, um, obviously very good parents, and I had, of course, luckily passed the, um, eleven plus. But had I not, I was deemed, um, the secondary modern in Shotsbury wasn't. Wasn't very good mm, so <coughs> they were going to pay for me to go to there's a Catholic convent it's still there today a convent a com- well yes it was a convent <laughs> it didn't have to be a, nun. Oh, it okay, yes. to be a Catholic okay. you had to pay mm. uh, in fact um, mm. Camilla Parker Bowles children <laughs> went to Shaftesbury Cap- uh, St Mary's convent actually oh. in this day and age um, anyway so I, I went to the um, Girls, girls' high school, which is a very, very nice select girls. It was, you know, only about a hundred hundred and fifty at the very most. Wow. Um, girls, all, all very respectable. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I had a, um, I had a good, I had a, a good free education. There was no need to be paid for, so that was fine. So. Is that right? <coughs> No, <I've heard. coughs> my father was a lovely chap. Even the unfortunately, farmers were always working, yeah. and really, um, you didn't see a lot of them because yeah. they were up at <coughs> before six to milking. Would come back in for breakfast, and um, and then milking again in the evening. It was all he was always busy, um, always working. My mother was hard working to start off with it, but then she didn't. It it became that uh, he could employ (coughs) a young young boy or somebody to help him, so she didn't. But she was fine when I was young, and yes, we got on all right, but uh, unfortunately, she wasn't. um, Well, I don't know really what. She was a very difficult person in the end. and she always wanted me to have a boyfriend, and I was very shy, and I didn't really, you know, go out all that much to have boyfriends. But um, and then when when Paul came along to, to work in the bank, she would say, um, "Oh, you, you know, why don't he had awful lodgings?" I said, digs last time." Yep. The uh, she said, well, you, "You can invite him up for Sunday lunch if you wanted to." Uh, <coughs> so, <coughs> I started doing that. Uh, so he, he started coming up at weekends, and you know it went on from there. At one point, he <coughs> wrote a letter to say, "I'm not sure whether I'm coming really to see you, or for the or for the roast potatoes <laughs> that your mother cooks." <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit off-putting. I thought, <on the> "Well, <road. laughs> nobody's really wanted me now. They want me for the roast potatoes um but yeah she just became very difficult and then when I got this boyfriend of course life changes because always on a Saturday we work Saturday morning in the bank but always on a Saturday afternoon we go somewhere and in view of the fact that I started driving when I was 17 but before I passed the test it didn't matter because she had kept her license going, always. Oh, she couldn't drive. She'd never driven, <laughs> but the fact that she could sit there waving a driving license—had we been stopped, I was being supervised. Bi- so we used to go to Bath and Salisbury and Bournemouth and all the places which were within sort of afternoon yeah. radius. Bath, where we live. Bath but is quite oh, a
0: drive. Um, well, yes, yes, it doesn't
1: take that long. You see, from from where we were in, in North Dorset, you're just over the. Border into Wiltshire, you yeah. go up over the, the hills and you come to Warminster and then, then you're on to Bath. Mm. Um, so, really, you know, it was an afternoon's journey. And Bournemouth, I suppose, was our favourite because that was <coughs> the sea yeah. and there was a theatre there and a concert hall and things like that. But then, of course, when, <laughs> when I started getting a boyfriend of I didn't want to go out every Saturday afternoon with her, yeah. which I suppose looking back was a bit bit hard on her really. Um, so she got um, a bit miffed, didn't she? And she didn't really, she always wanted me to marry a bank clerk because uh, she thought they had such a much easier life than, uh, than farmers. <laughs> when he, when I started going out with him, he wasn't she wasn't as impressed. Let's <laughs> <bit> like that. <laughs> that well, uh, but otherwise, yes, we had a we had a we had a good life. I didn't want for anything, I was in a outcome. Nice. And my grandpa, as my grandma would always buy me um, um things, you know, bought a new dress, the same as uh, in the end, my mother, but Alison's uh, grandparents, they always bought her new dress yeah. and things like that. You know, so yes, we weren't hard. We were never hard up. I mean, after the war, farmers had made the best money they'd ever made during the war. Prior to that, yes, they had been quite poorly off, but after I, you know, what I remembered. We didn't, and then when when, um, when I was about thirteen, Dad he always had short horn cattle, but then he decided to sell up and get all air shares from Scotland.
0: Oh, okay. uh,
1: so that was the that was the first holiday we'd ever had because we drove from Dorset up to Scotland, and stopping on the way in busy places, and then up to the relations in the Sutherland and all that. And
0: we did that quite often after that. We tri- tri- always had a holiday and drew it around. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Also, just um, for reference, eleven plus is something that doesn't exist now. It was just, yeah. just it didn't it didn't exist when I was at school either. It's but it's basically it was um, when you at the end of what we call Assessment. Pu- yeah, assessment and into the primary school, wasn't it? And if you passed oh. it you could go to what we call public school. no grammar grammar school oh. which is the same as public school no no, not no it really. isn't well, no.
1: public schools are mostly you do pay
0: yeah okay pay, okay, okay. Pay at grammar school okay okay yes and then if you failed you went to like the comprehensive sort yeah, of, yeah yes so it was
1: comprehensive yeah.
2: but yeah. if at a good comprehensive let's give them a, a pat on the shoulder because they were good if the, the teachers there had a youngsters who were doing better than they should
1: yeah
2: from having failed the 11 plus um they quite often were able to upgrade them and get them into a, a grammar
1: well yeah they they and, they,
2: the and they quite often did that mm-hmm. that did happen I yes yeah.
1: Mm. yeah yeah but they are the, uh, comprehensive and the secondary moderns in our day were very good because they they taught the practical side the children um who were good with their hands
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's what, what we need now because they aren't the same
0: yeah well now we've sort of um moved that to the later stage we have a consolidated secondary school syllabus. then after that, you can go to sixth form college or trade well, college yeah, and all that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's later on mm-hmm. now. Yeah.
1: More the practical ones. They've only recently started.
0: Yes, uh, in the last 10, 15 years or so, mm-hmm. stopped that up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for a while, it was um, forcing everyone down academically, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and,
2: and the other thing was, if, if you think about it, there were a lot of jobs that gave you a income Nothing special, because quite likely the wife would have had to, when they got married, had to take in washing or Mm -hmm. do cleaning or something to subsidise. But you walked out of school and there was a job for you locally in the the building industry, in the quarry interest industry, uh, in the transport industry, because uh, that was growing um, and therefore they wanted drivers, we wanted people to... Uh, look, mo- um, maintain, and so forth. And there's a lot of jobs um, in between, which were people that moved, helped lift, lift this from that point <laughs> and, th- and, and, and uh, another point. So <clears throat> um, you weren't, <sighs> the majority of people that left school, there was a job for them.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. But you went to grammar school because that gave the opportunity to get somewhere around the professional area, which is a wide area, very wide area, um, where you got a better income.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to university. Well then and university, but
2: I'm just looking at, at the employment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you could leave you could leave grammar school and get employment as mm-hmm. well, but it was at that.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. <coughs> so, also, same question for you, I just gave Nan is uh, your your parents? What do you? Were, what yes. You were then,
2: um, <laughs> my dad always called me son. <laughs> yep. Um, my dad was a grammar school lad. He did um, matriculation in mass and he had, having spoken to the local Lloyd Bank manager as when he was at school because he was paying in for his father which was in business, um, there was going to be a job there for him if he applied. Um, <coughs> he, His f- father married a second time and that family was part of the Mills family and he went to London and he would go up on the milk train or come back on the milk train there was late trains that you could go up and down which just had some passengers on them Um, and um, he met went to see this young lady called Vi Mills who had um, a friend who worked in Courtaulds which was an international company and she was in the counting house and she was called Doris Ryle and that was the introduction of my dad to my mum who was Doris Ryle and, um, as we all know, when she left Court halls, the cutlery cabinet that is in the house with the plaque is that which the counting house um, gave her uh, when she left, um, which was, I think, a delightful um, um, gift to somebody who they must have enjoyed the company of.
0: Yeah, it's a full lot of cutlery that's... Um it it's a, it's drawers, a twelve
2: yeah. complete twelve seat piece in Is Mappin it. and Wed Wed Silver Plate.
1: Mm-hmm. Quite valuable today. Yeah,
2: really. Yeah. yeah. Um my dad, as I said, grammar school lad, got this what where he wanted to start. He knew where he wanted to do what he wanted to do. His dad was poorly and he was running a coal business. In those days where you had dray horses, dray carts and tons of black stuff that was very dirty and dusty um, which he delivered all around um, a certain area of Exeter and he persuaded my dad to go, give up his ideas of going into the bank and joined him in the business in the meantime my dad who had played a lot of tennis and in fact he played um a demonstration match with um, Perry with mm-hmm. and and I think I've got Fred, it right Anderson Fred, Fred Perry uh, yes yeah Fred Perry and Anderson I think was Perry's sidekick <laughs> and they used to go round and um, play double matches and my dad actually did play against him. he was quite a good tennis player yes um and the other thing is he was uh, a reasonable musician uh, um piano and he also played the organ my mum had a very nice voice and could actually sing very nicely, but very rarely used it. She, um, well, when you think about it, she was really the backbone of the family. Um, she was always picking up the pieces, um, and she looked after me very well. She overlooked her after me, which was humbled. <laughs> yeah. But she, well, she did bless her, but um, I was very important to her, um, because she knew she couldn't have any more children. Um, And of course, (coughs) the interesting part of the relationships was of course during the war. Mm -hmm. Um, Which um, meant to say that my dad's life changed completely because he ended up in a reserve occupation because everybody needed coal, and therefore that meant to say that he didn't have to go uh, uh, join any services. But he ended up as the civil defence, plus running his business, and of course he lost. By that time, by the way, of course the horse and uh, the horses had gone, and the day the drays had gone and they, they had lorry.
0: Yeah, trucks, yeah.
2: Um, um, but he lost all his men because they were all either called up or signed on. Mm. So he had to collect together um, a collection of semi-fit <laughs> individuals that couldn't go to war but more than happy to do a really horrible job of cutting hundredweight sacks on your back up and down stairways down stairways around this bend and dumping them in people's coal shed and it also meant my father had to then also carry coal he was no longer an office boy (laughs) which again um, must must have changed his perspective of life really, and during that time, um, I didn't see much of my dad because either he was working or being in the civil defence, and any warnings and Exeter had a blitz, he would be up there in, in up in the town with the civil defence units, chucking the um, a sentry flares and things off the building so they didn't catch light, and helping uh, maintain um, whatever they had to maintain to support the people that were working uh, to put the fires out and rescue other people and so forth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so for that that whole period, um, he he wasn't there very much. Um, my conversations with my dad failed. Um, from both our sides in that he played tennis very well I was bloody useless excuse my phraseology Um, he was musical and I wasn't Um, and those two things we could have had an excellent conversation together if either of those things I could have achieved because That was his, outside his business life. That was it. And then very quickly, take me right up to 15 with my father. Um, He had me into the office one day and he said to me, son, he said, coal is no longer going to be used. Have I said did. this before? Yeah you, yeah, you covered
0: covered this one last time. I did. Oh, well, I've covered it before. Oil and but it, anyhow, sort of
2: he, and, and, and the end result was that um, he had to, he's had to you help know, selling the business and we all moved to watch it. Where we did then have quite a relationship in that the place needed a massive done to it. And I'd already started liking doing odd bits of carpentry and digging out plaster work and such like and that was something that we did a lot together while he wasn't running the business the shop
0: mm-hmm. yeah so what was he doing at that point after he sold the business he was a shopkeeper oh yeah you were saying the shop he ran yes. yeah yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: Also, before we finish, one last thing to clarify from from last time, actually, is like in that seminar you went to for the bank. Sorry? In that seminar you went to for the bank. Yes. Where the man in charge got angry at you because you told the truth. Yes. How did he find out you were telling the truth and not just putting his leg?
2: He phoned up the branch.
0: Oh, okay, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just wanted to know how that happened because, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, he, he got so angry. He, he, he and I think it was, he was, it was, inter- it was very interesting. The relationship after that, the you whole know, cost and Koss was quite interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
0: that's nice that we've covered a nice, uh, a, a nice other chunk. So I think that's a good place to stop. So yeah, there we go.